0: Welcome to the campfire. Today, we are taking a deep dive into 24-6A. The schools in this seven-team district are Brazoswood, Dickinson, Clearbrook, Clear Lake, Clear Creek, Clear Falls, and Clear Springs. Let's start off by analyzing these teams in our film session. Last season, Clear Falls and Clear Springs were co-district champs and both should be in the running once again. Clear Falls brings back 9 of 11 starters on offense, led by quarterback Landon Vessel. He threw for over 2,000 yards and 14 touchdowns, and he'll have his main target out of the backfield, Peyton Greer, returning as well. Clear Springs will be showcasing 1,200-yard running back Zayshon Edwards, who is a four-year varsity player. Edwards will be running behind one of the best offensive tackles in Houston, Blake Ivey. Dickinson finished second, but with dual-threat quarterback John Solomon back in the mix, the Gators will be in title contention as well. Dickinson is known for developing Division I tight ends, as Jeremiah Scoby should be the next great one for the Gators. We can't forget about what Brazoswood did last year. The Bucs started off the season 6-0 and made the postseason for the first time since 2012. Brothers Anthony and Jose Trevino will shine on offense for Brazoswood as they try to go back to back. Clear Lake has dynamic defensive back Damani Maxson patrolling the Falcons secondary. They'll be pushing for a playoff spot behind him and 1,000-yard rusher Elijah Harris. Clear Creek will rely on their two headed monster in the backfield with Dre Ketchum and Donovan Kaufman. Clear Rook will have experience and will search for redemption from their 1 9 2022 campaign. Players on the Rise is brought to you by Parker University. Do you or your student want a career training the world's best athletes? Check out our bachelor's degree in strength and human performance today. For an even deeper look at 24 6A, here's producer Ward Fasola and the Houston Chronicles, John Porman with the district breakdown.
1: District breakdown time. We're talking 24 6 A with my man John Corman from the Houston Chronicle. Seven-team district, so you don't have to beat too many, but you do have to beat three teams to get there. Nice offseason for uh, Dickinson head coach John Snelson. He was the THSCA president-elect, so he's going to have some more responsibilities. But I don't think that's going to take away from the talent he has on his team, and they should probably be battling again for uh, for uh, the district crown.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this has obviously become a trend for Dickinson under Coach Nelson. Has uh, done a fantastic job, and uh, I know a lot of people down here in the Houston area were excited to see him uh, voted as the president-elect um, at the THSCA uh, convention here um, this month. And you know, I, you know, you look at what they have coming back. Um, they always have a lot of talent. Uh you know, I really like their chances in this district once again to be competitive at the top. Um obviously it's it's really tough at the top here. You know, you have uh Clear Falls and Clear Springs uh both coming back who went five and one in this in district action last year. Uh so those those two teams are gonna be in the mix as well. But Dickinson um, you know, has established a, a winning tradition and
1: you know they're gonna be in the fight for sure. When you talk about some of these other teams you know, for me, maybe I'm wrong about Clear Falls, but I feel like two years ago, it was all about their defense. This the last year is kind of they were kind of offensive. This year feels like it's falling back on the defense again. It, it seems like they one side of the ball is always stepping out. And then you have Clear Springs there. They have one of their my favorite running backs with Zyshon uh, Edwards. Talk about those two teams and how they might compete there at the top. Yeah,
2: Clear Falls is just, you know, I feel like sometimes they kind of go under the radar um, as a team that people are talking about. Uh, you know, I think they're going to probably end up somewhere in the top 20 of our, our Houston area rankings when those come out. But, um, you know, it's it just a program that year after year is, is really solid and gets in the playoffs, um, produces good results in that district. And then Clear Springs, obviously, you know, they have, in my opinion, one of the, the top Players in this district coming back, as you mentioned, Zayshawn Edwards, who um, is a fantastic running back, um, really kind of the catalyst for that Clear Springs offense. And you know, it seems like offensively, Clear Springs just kind of reloads each and every year, whether they're losing a quarterback or a star receiver or whoever it is. So I would look for them to to keep the you know their foot on the gas there.
1: Excellent. Hey, that's it for all the districts, but don't think you've seen the last of John Foreman because we're going to come back. We're going to talk next week about some playoff teams that, are some players that will need to step up in the postseason to get their teams four or five rounds deep in the postseason. I know John's got some thoughts. I got some thoughts. We're going to talk through it next week.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Sounds good. We'll post the
1: entire breakdown
0: segment this Wednesday on our social media pages. Now let's take a look at some game changers and our players on the rise presented by Parker University. Zayshawn Edwards is the top returning running back in the district. Edwards rushed for almost 1,200 yards and 18 touchdowns as a junior, while catching nine passes for 181 yards and another score. And that was coming off a 1,500-yard sophomore campaign. Barring injury, Edwards should surpass over 4,000 yards in his Charger career. He has offers from Houston, Oregon, and Texas Tech, among others. Dickinson's Rodney Bimage is one of the best cover corners in this district. Bimage had 34 tackles and a pick last year for the Gators as quarterbacks didn't want to make a mistake throwing his way. Rodney and defensive back Diego Sanchez make Dickinson one of the most dangerous secondaries in the area. Bimage verbally committed to Arizona State. Another dangerous DB in this district is Damani Maxson from Clear Lake. The safety is one of the hardest hitters in the area as he compiled 67 tackles, 9 tackles for loss, and a sack as a junior. Maxson was also a turnover-causing machine as he forced five fumbles and recovered one as well. Damani is often the last line of defense for the Falcons. He will be heading to Kansas to play his college ball. You have got to get hands on Clear Falls edge rusher Laquel McGowan early or it will be a long night for your quarterback. McGowan had 61 tackles, 13 tackles for loss, and 7 sacks for the Knights as a junior. He's fast and sheds blocks easily with most of his sacks coming from the blind side. LaCalle has offers from Washington State, Boise State, and BYU, among others. Players on the Rise is brought to you by Parker University. Check out our bachelor's degree in strength and human performance today. Our War the Soul cut up to Dickinson head coach John Snelson to talk about his Gators and the rest of 24-6A in our Media Day segment.
1: All right, it's media day. We are talking 24-6A with the newly elected THSCA president, John Snelson of dixon Congratulations on that. Uh, that's got to be
3: a good honor for you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
1: No problem, no problem. So we're going to talk about 24-6A. It was a district that you guys went 4-2 uh, and two in last year. Most people would think that was a successful season, but you probably don't feel that way because the Gators have a different different standard down there and that four and two is probably not going to cut it. Uh, talk about what you guys went through last season, as far as you starting off by not really scoring any points in the first two games, then getting on a roll. And then that, that, that clear late game is probably one that kind of sticks in your crawl a little bit as well.
3: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Getting, we, we actually had never been shut out before and the task Cedar had a great team. Uh, we just made a lot of mistakes. Defensively, we actually played pretty good. Uh, offensively, man, if it could go wrong, it did. And then our, then our two losses there in the district. Uh, our game versus Clear Springs is always going to be whacking for whatever reason. Man, it's it's always back and forth, and we uh, turn the ball over late a couple times, and and they end up getting us. Uh, and then Clear Falls beat them, and then we beat Clear Falls, and we were going to be the district champion based off points. And we went into Clear Creek. Our starting quarterback was sick. Uh, we had a bunch of rain, and just once again, just made a bunch of mistakes. And then uh, we, you know, hats off to our kids and our coaches staff. They got back going, and uh, we, had a big victory versus Prairie Land and, and then ran into North Shore and, and played them well. Just uh, they, they, uh, they just ain't made a couple more plays than we did.
1: I, I appreciate you joining with me, Coach, and, and con- good luck. Congratulations on being president-elect, but good luck throughout the year here.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate what you do for all of us.
0: You can catch the entire interview
3: Friday on our social media channels.
0: That's going to do it for this week's campfire, and we are also done breaking down the districts. Next week, we'll take a look at the teams we feel could be serious state title contenders. Until then, have a great week, everybody.